This is Southern Gospel Now, episode 136. I'm Greg Goodman with your weekly report about the happenings in Southern Gospel music. Our report is made possible by daywind.com, where you'll find Southern Gospel music and soundtracks. We start with excellent news for the Kramers. Ben and Maria Wolf report that they are expecting their third child, which will arrive in July. We have many Southern Gospel artists sharing Christmas memories this week. Tim Rackley of Anthem Edition shares a special memory about his daughter. My most memorable Christmas that I've had and our family had to be able to experience was the year that Brianna, our daughter, had to have a kidney transplant at the age of 17. And she was able to come home on the 22nd of December that year. And we were able to celebrate a new life for her to be able to receive that kidney and to start a new life. And that reminds me of this time of the year when our Lord and Savior came as a babe and offered life to us. And who believes on him shall have everlasting life. And we hope that you find that peace and that joy this time of the year. Josh Jordan of the Jordan Family Band reminds us it is more blessed to give than to receive. You know, the Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. I've progressed, you know, from a child of, you know, sitting around dreaming about what I'm going to get. And, you know, looking through the magazines and the storefronts and dreaming about this and that, you know, all that's kind of progressed now until the the joy I find in this season is giving to others, giving to my family, my friends, loved ones. I, I just love that. It, it truly brings joy to me. And I really think that is the true meaning of Christmas, being Christ-like and, and uh, how he is over and over throughout, you know, not just that season, but throughout the year throughout our lifetime, truly just given to us far more than than we'll ever deserve. Grant Gibson of Karen Peckney River loves everything Christmas. I absolutely love the holiday season. This is one of my favorite times of the year, and I love everything about Christmas. Uh, and one of my favorite things to do is decorate our house. It's decorated from the top to the bottom. And the group gives me such a hard time because you can pull into our subdivision and see our house from a mile away. Uh, but I love it, and I hope my prayer is for you this year that you have the absolute best Christmas you've ever had and remember the reason for the season and what we celebrate in our Savior, our Lord's birth. That's what it's all about, folks. Merry Christmas. Gordon Moe tells us about one of his favorite Christmas traditions. We do a little thing every year called Shakes and Lights, and we pack the car full of everybody, all our kids, and it's harder to get everybody together these days because, you know, Samantha's married now, and they have their own schedule, and Parker and Ashton are both older, but we always take an evening, and we go find our favorite milkshake, and then we go all over Nashville looking at Christmas lights. So, shakes and lights. Here's Lee Black to share a Christmas memory. My favorite memories of Christmas morning are when my kids were little, and before we would let anybody peek in the room where the tree was to see what Santa might have left or open any presents, we sat down as a family and read the whole Christmas story from Luke 2. And then when the kids started learning to read, they were the ones that um, that read it, you know, even if it took a little longer. And it's something that we still do as a family now that they're grown. Uh, just remembering why we're celebrating, that's that's so special to me. Lee Black there, of course, he's part of Legacy 5. They've been in the studio for the past month working on a forthcoming project. Ernie Haas shares a special Christmas memory from when he was a part of the cathedrals. One of my favorite cathedral quartet memories I have many as signature sound, but we were invited by NBC to come do the Today Show. 
and to sing some Christmas carols right there in Rockefeller Center. It was cold. It was blistery. You can find it on YouTube. But uh, we stood there and we sang, God rest you, merry gentlemen, and silent night. In the Big Apple with all those lights on live national television. Yeah, I was nervous. I stayed up all night so that my voice would be fresh because I had to hit a high C at 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) But what a great Christmas memory. And then we all hopped on a plane and came home and we hugged goodbye at the airport and we all went home to celebrate Christmas with our families. Here's Jonathan Wilburn with a touching Christmas memory. I remember every year my dad, he would give us just a little bit of money so we boys could go purchase Christmas presents for our mother. And I remember there was a little pharmacy just down the road from our home and I could ride my bicycle to it. And I remember going down there and there was a man that ran that pharmacy by the name of Alan Long. And he knew what I was doing and he would show me the things that I could purchase with the money that dad had given me. But I remember going in there and and buying a few little things, maybe a Christmas salt shaker or uh, something, just an ornament for my mother. But I remember getting on that bicycle and pedaling so hard back home, I just couldn't wait to put it under the tree. And then I learned how great it is to give gifts. Ricky Carden of the Down East Boy says his family is embracing new Christmas traditions. You know, there are always older traditions that uh, people have in their families for Christmas time. And then uh, as life changes, there are new traditions. And, and for me, um, a new tradition that we have been able to do in our home is, is to have our kids at home and spend uh, two or three weeks with them just enjoying uh, time and baking and uh, cooking and, and just enjoying our time together here at Christmas uh, that we don't get to see them as much. So uh, I, I soak in those two or three weeks that we get to be together. And as we close today, here's a Christmas treat. This is the legend of the candy cane. It's rumored that the candy cane was invented by French priests in the 1400s. It was originally a straight hard white stick. Legend has it that in the 1600s, a German choir master bent sugar sticks into the shape of a shepherd's staff and gave them out to children attending Christmas services. The holiday custom spread across Europe and eventually to America, where around 1900, the candy cane received its red stripes and peppermint flavoring, and the legend of the candy cane was born. The shape of the candy cane is a shepherd's staff, but turned upside down, it's also a letter J for Jesus. Its three smaller red stripes are said to represent the stripes by which we are healed. And the larger red stripe represents Christ's blood shed for us. And the white of the candy cane represents Jesus' purity. The candy cane remains an enduring symbol of Christmas. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by daywind.com. I'm Greg Goodman. I hope each of you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We'll take next week off, but be back at it in the new year, delivering Southern Gospel News for you each week with Southern Gospel Now.